Welcome to the LDS Mental Health Podcast. This is a podcast for faithful women who want healing in their relationships, guidance from God, and internal peace. Each week, you'll hear mental health concepts taught through a spiritual lens from me, a licensed clinical mental health counselor, to help you start thinking in a higher and holier way. Welcome on this bonus episode of Becoming a Divine Receiver. I have Leanne coming on and talking about how she was able to calm her worries and fears about her loved ones. I am so excited to welcome Leanne Singleton to the podcast for us this week. We are continuing our Becoming a Divine Receiver um, bonus episodes. (laughs) And so I want to welcome Leanne. Leanne, will you tell us a little bit about you, your family, um, where you're from, and kind of what you do during the day? Yeah, so um, I live in Utah, and um, I'm a mom. I have three kids, two teenage daughters, and then um, a preteen son. And I have my husband. So we live here. I work in my house. I actually work with Nikki. I do like media and, you know, help with social media and the blog and everything, which I love doing. It's been like my newest favorite thing I've kind of gotten into, you know? Um, But yeah, so I just stay home and hang out with my kids, do that. And, you know, drive around children, all the bazillion sports and music lessons and all the things that they do. And live in my car from three to eight o'clock at night every day. It's super fun. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you have an amazing floral business. That's so oh, beautiful. Yes, I do. Yes. Well, I don't know why I, I always forget that. I don't know why, but <laughs> I do. I do artificial wedding flowers. So I, yeah, it's been a little bit um, slower this spring and I haven't minded it. <laughs> yes. I'm so sure some years have been a little crazy, crazy. in this one. I've been like, <laughs> to, I've managed it better of saying no. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I can't do this one. I'm not doing two in a weekend. Just, yeah. you know, that's a little absurd. <laughs> yes. So that's been a lot better. <laughs> yes. No, they're beautiful. And I love the idea of being able to keep them and have them. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. It's, I, yeah, I think that's probably my favorite part is mm-hmm. that it's like forever. They just get to keep them and, and, you know, yeah, they just love it and make it into something else. So it's perfect. Yes. Yeah. So Leanne, you had the opportunity to join our Removing Roadblocks to Revelation group coaching program and learn some of those mental health skills through a spiritual lens. Before that program, take us back to what life was like. What did you find yourself struggling with on a daily basis or some of the experiences that you were having or things that you've tried that just weren't working for those situations? So I, um, I think my biggest struggle in my life, no, not, I think I know my biggest struggle <laughs> in my life is anxiety. And for me, it's like this fear that everybody I know, everybody, like my kids, my husband, every single day, someone's going to die. Right. It's like this. Yeah. I just catastrophize every single day. So when I say goodbye to my kids in the morning, I, you know, I take like a mental picture that yeah. they turn around and wave and I'm like, that's it. That's the last time I'm going to see them. Yeah. Oh, that's going to kind of make me choke up. But yeah. that's, my biggest stressor of my life is managing that. And for years I worked outside of my home. And so I worked in dental offices and that was, I mean, I probably now I would say it was a coping mechanism where, you know, I get them out the door and I just had to get to work. So I didn't really have time to, you know, what I call go there where I really let my mind go there where I, I'm not someone who's like, cause I I know every mom feels that way, right? Every mom, Let's their kid leave and think, oh my gosh, something bad could happen to them. Or they send them on a scout camp or a young woman's camp. And you think, oh, yeah. something bad could happen because it can't, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
But for me, I would um, allow myself to really go there and I would feel the emotion and like start writing talks and start writing funeral arrangements and where I would bury really spiral. Yeah, really, really, really deep. And I would um, allow myself to really go to that point. Yeah. But that's why I worked. I would leave and I would just get to work. I would do my job and I'd come home. By the time I got home, they were home and I'd have, you know, like I said, drive around all night and I'd be so busy. It was fine. So I really would uh, treat myself yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. with with busyness, yeah. you know, never relaxing, never calming, just always going. And then uh, a couple of years ago, I ended up um, leaving my job and coming home to really focus on my flowers and then ended up working with you. And, and after that, I ended up, uh, doing the, uh, removing roadblocks, uh, to revelation group coaching program, which was the hugest blessing that I was, I mean, really it was because I had been home a little over a year and I had started to really feel that I was not doing well. And so when, you know, when you had invited me to do it, it was perfect timing for me. Cause I felt like I've got to figure something out. This is not yeah. going well. Mm-hmm. And I realized how much I had actually, um, depended on that work on the work yeah. environment and the people and the busyness and, you know, yeah. and just being here. Cause I don't know if you know this, but laundry is not the most mind consuming <laughs> task. Right. <laughs> it just did not keep you so true. <laughs> my job did. So, uh, but, but being home was seven. Then I started that. And mm. the biggest thing I noticed is that even my kids would leave and instead of allowing myself to go there or just leave for work, I could calm myself down. I could use the mind body bridging to say, like, check myself back into reality, you know, like, okay, they did get on the bus and they did go to school and they're fine. And, and even if I didn't totally know it, right. I mean, you don't know while you're home for sure if everything's okay there, but I was able to keep myself from going there, keep myself Mm -hmm. from really escalating a non-existent situation, which was huge, huge for me. We call that interrupting the natural man. Cause like yeah. when we can get into that state there, we all have that natural man inside of us that can get a hold of certain thoughts and yeah. just create a lot of clutter with it and stories mm-hmm. that it can yeah. go for days with these stories yeah. and just like interrupting that story and being like, I see you, I got you. I'm going to get back over here connected to God where we receive inspiration and revelation and peace and whatever God knows we need in that moment, rather than what the natural man wants to pump into us. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And typically the natural man pumps into us the exact opposite of what God would. So it's never good things. Right? No, <laughs> never. With <laughs> anxiety, our inner critic, like those yeah. types of things that you're talking about. Right. And as a mom, those stories, they're very typical, right? Like we can have stories of, something bad's about to happen to my loved ones, you know, or I'm not a good enough mom. And those are very kind of relatable things as a mom that the natural man can really grab onto and create a lot of chaos internally for us. Yeah. I think that's one thing that was big for me too, is that like in those moments where I could feel myself kind of, you know, thinking, Oh, now they're dead. That's the last one. I saw them Um, this, I'm never going to see them again, whatever being able to recognize the spirit better and say, this is not a prompting. This is not a go get them from school because something's going to happen, right? Because I feel like for me, and I don't know about anybody else, but for me, sometimes that feeling of fear and prompting are really, really close. Yeah. Where I feel like something bad could happen, 
And I feel like, okay, is that a prompting? Am I supposed to go do something so that doesn't happen? Or is that the natural man saying this, this is happening and it's not. Yeah. And so being able to recognize that and calm the clutter in my mind, calm myself down so I could recognize is the natural man or is that the spirit? Is it, it's not fear. It's, yeah. you know, it just, just this little fine line between the two that I finally was able to make this bigger space between them where I could recognize the change from fear and natural man to a prompting. And that was really big for me to just, okay, that's not it. This is what it really is. Move on. And it was great. Yes. Huge for me. Yeah. I love that. So once you recognized it wasn't God talking and you could get back over there, you're better able to just carry on with your day, not get yeah. caught up in that thoughts. Cause sometimes I think, tell me if I'm wrong with this, but sometimes when we get caught up in that clutter, the things that we wanted to get done that day, don't get done because oh. we're off in this land of kind of, of something that might happen. Right. And we lose yeah. that motivation and energy and desire to do anything and during the day. Yeah, for sure. I would really want to just kind of just drive to the school and I would be thinking the whole time instead of, you know, going into my flower room and, and sitting there and, you know, I've got seven bouquets I've got to make today. I would make one and then stare at it and think it's not good enough. And I don't know. And then I'd put it down. Then I, you know, meander around the house and I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, maybe I should just go to the school and check. And then if I see everything's fine, then I come home and I get more done. And it was just this constant battle of not being able to get things done. And when I can take that, that moment, and, and sometimes I have to be very clear about it. Like sometimes I can, they leave and I can just say, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Everything's fine. And kind of talk myself out of it. But sometimes I really have to sit down and practice that mind body bridging where for me, I think self-compassion is the biggest part of that is say that I, I did take this 30 minutes, you know, to map something or to, to write it down, see how I'm feeling, kind of identify what's going on and calm down. Yeah. And then I would be more productive because I could give myself that compassion and say, I didn't need that. And I took care of that. And now I can move forward. Whereas before I'd say, oh, I'm such a waste. Like I wasted 30 minutes. I could have made a whole boutonniere. I just mm-hmm. wasted. And then I feel like the whole day is gone. Everything's ruined. I might as well, I'm, I'm probably going to sell my business. This is so dumb. You know, like yes. you just go to worst case scenario. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Instead of just saying, hey, no, I did yeah. it. That was hard. I fixed it. I'm moving on. And that's yeah. Huge blessing for sure. That's part of the natural man's job description is to get us way off track from where we need to be, yeah. right? Like, yeah. okay, now I'm selling my business when like, I just had a thought that popped in my head that, you know, something might be going wrong. And it was a thought that the natural man put there in the first place, yeah. right? Yeah. It wasn't even, well, he doesn't want us- it wasn't a prompting. <laughs> yeah. The natural man doesn't want us to be productive, mm-hmm. right? Doesn't want us to do things that make us feel good about ourselves or, yeah. or accomplish things and, and help us be good moms and good wives and do the things that we need to get done. Yep. He wants us to fail and feel bad about ourselves, which is like said, opposite of God. So when he stops you from doing those things, that's a huge success for the natural man. I love that. So recognizing one, that you're in that state, right? Like this is not a prompting. I'm in my natural man state. And then sitting down and using those mental health tools that I taught in the class to be able to recognize how you can get back over to receiving revelation in that moment. Like, is God really wanting me to pick them up from school is, you know, and how is like receiving revelation, even just on your work for the day, right? Like, do I need to change this? Do I need to do this? And not having the inner critic take more time to do something because it's telling you how bad you are, right? When you're connected to the spirit, the spirit can say, why don't you change this thing? And there's no inner critic about it. It's just like, (laughs) oh, why don't you do this? Or how about you change it this way? And you can do it and move on. And it takes a lot less. Yeah, exactly. Which is exactly what Heavenly Father wants us to do is accomplish the things that he created us to do. And when we can 
separate those things and listen to those promptings and prioritize the things we need to get done, we are accomplishing exactly what he created us to do. Yes. I love that. You had a really fun story about the temple. Why don't you tell them about yes. kind of that, the difference of what it was like to go to the temple before you learned these skills and then what happened after? Yeah. So, okay. So a little preface when I was, um, you know, before I got married, there was these three years before, after a mission until I, uh, got married where I would go to the temple every single week and I loved it. And it was so peaceful and so calming and wonderful. And it just, I just had so much clarity about who I was dating and whether or not they should be in my life or not, or whatever, right. All the things like what with school and, and with my work and what I wanted to do. And it was, I just felt like it was this huge part of my life. And then I got married and, and like a year later we had a baby. And so then I didn't go for a long time. And then the first time I went after having a baby from then really until I did the coaching, which was a good solid 15 years, being in the temple was not that peaceful. And, mm. and I don't even like saying those things. I feel like I'm yeah. such a bad person to say that, you know, yeah. like I'm yeah. this, Oh, I, I would go there and I feel like everybody else just didn't want to leave. And they're just reveling in the, you know, just, just loving it. And I'm sitting there thinking my kids can't get a hold of me. Yeah. Oh, dang it. Like I got to get out of here. Nobody's okay. Everything's wrong. I got to leave. I got to leave. And I would feel so claustrophobic and there's no escape and I can't be in here. And and then I would feel kind of jealous because I felt like everybody else is just sitting there loving it. And they're just receiving all the revelation. I'm just sitting here having a full on nervous breakdown, you know? Yeah. And it was really hard to, to separate um, my confidence and feeling, you know, feeling good about myself when I'm there. And which I feel like that should be the place where you feel the most confidence, right? You, you want to go there. Really yes. Recognize your worth and who you are and the worth of souls. And, and, you know, we're children of God, the whole thing. But then I would sit there, just think my kids aren't okay. And I would, I couldn't remember half the stuff. So then I would have more anxiety because I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. And did I miss something? Oh my gosh, where am I? Oh no. I just felt like it was just a mess. And there were some times I could go and it would be okay. But for the most part, I could hide it. And I would sit there and just, you know, shake my leg or Mm -hmm. kind of wring my fingers a little bit and play with my ring, just kind of chill myself out. But I could never really just let it be and just really listen and then the first time I went, um, I, it was the middle of the course, I'm going to say about so. probably about middle. And I went and I was so calm and like almost surprised myself, you know, like we're sitting there and, and we decided to do ceilings. And so we're sitting there and I was just like listening. And I, and I can like, even still this moment was so big for me that I can remember what the couple looked like that was in front of us. And wow. I, and I, I just, I can recognize remember this guy had the red hair and and they were just sitting there and I was watching just, they're so young, you know, and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm young, but I'm not, but I was looking <laughs> at them thinking they're so young and they're so sweet. And, and that's so awesome that they're starting their marriage out here. And all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Like I'm doing this and I'm in here and it's peaceful. And I'm feeling like everything's going to be all right. And for a few minutes, I didn't worry. And then then I started like worrying myself, you know, <laughs> then I start like, why am I not worried? Oh no. now, oh, oh. Like, And so, but then I just, you know, just calm myself down. Yeah. I thought about where I'm sitting. What am I doing? You know, what can I feel? What can I see? What can I hear? What can I smell? Like all the things I just kind of went through this quick, quick little yeah. in my mind, mind, body bridging, just yeah. calm myself down. And then I finished and it was done and it, yeah. and it was okay. And then I 
we spent the rest of the time in the temple and I was all right. And we left. And for the first time in a long time, I didn't walk out the doors of the temple feeling like this rush of freedom or rush of like peace. Right. Yeah. Cause I, peace cause like I a, left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't like, I just, I was like relief is the word I was yeah. looking for. Just yeah. this yeah. relief. Like, okay, now, okay, good. And I, you know, turn my phone on as fast as I can and make sure. And of course there's no text messages. There's no yeah. phone calls. Everything's fine. Yeah. But I'm thinking my phone is just blowing up and everything's happened and everything's yeah. terrible. And yeah, but that day I just, I, I was good. I was I good. That. And we even went to dinner afterwards and my husband was kind of like, you good. Like, why are you so okay? <laughs> I mean, really? He was a little shocked that I was okay, but it was, yeah. It was yeah. I love that. Like just being able to be in that present moment with God, right? Like yeah. and just absorb the surroundings around you that that is God communicating to you sometimes. Right. And just being able to recognize that and not be cluttered by the outside world when you are in the temple, right. And being able yeah. to just feel that. Yeah, for sure. And if it was a, a gratitude moment for me too, because I felt like a lot of things that happened in my life kind of led up to me taking that, that course yeah. and all these different things happened. So I ended up in the, in the class and I felt I could recognize God's hand over the, you know, the last year or whatever that I thought, okay, he's really getting me where I need to be. And he's put me in the right place and, and, and given me these promptings that I was really scared about, but I listened and I did it. And, and it's been, yeah, it just felt like this huge moment of gratitude. Like he really, his hand is in all the little things that put you where you need to be to get you to these moments that you can feel him. Even if it feels yeah. like it took a good long time, yes. <laughs> it's going to happen and he'll, and he'll yeah. figure it out for you. Just got to be ready when it happens. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that. And I love that like you said, you could use the skills in the moment, in the middle of the temple, right? Like you didn't have to yeah. stop and go find a quiet room or go do anything. Like you just were able to recall them and use them pretty quickly while you're doing things and move on and be able to get yeah. reconnected. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing for me. It's I like that you say that because, you know, moms are busy. Sometimes yep. I feel like I don't have a lot of time to just to chill, you yeah. know, to really just sit down and do this. And even you know, if I take it, I and I, and I do take the time to do it, but there are a lot of times where, you know, it's just rush, rush, rush all day and I'm exhausted. And I feel like I, you know, if I go to volleyball tournament with my daughter and I've been sitting there in the same chair for 17 hours watching volleyball and it's so fun and I love it. I wouldn't yeah. change it for the world, yeah. but I didn't have time that day to, to really, you know, connect with God. I got up at five o'clock in the morning and we left at six o'clock and, you know, we just been go, go, go all day, but I can take two, three minutes and not even that, even just like a minute where it's in between games and I'm sitting and I just in this huge gym with 17 volleyball games going on <laughs> and I just stop myself, chill out for a minute, calm down, whatever, like everything's yeah. fine. Everybody in my life is fine. I'm good. I can just hear the volleyball and I can, I can hear the girls screaming and I can hear the cheering and the booing and you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And just let it all go and just calm myself down. No matter where I'm at, even if it's crazy or quiet or whatever, I can use the same skills to, to clear the clutter in my mind and just calm myself yeah. down. Interrupt those stories that the natural man's making up yeah. about life. Yeah. Like you always talk about, you always say the, uh, the, the fuse, right. Where you, you take the fuse mm -hmm. off the dynamite. Yeah. I feel like I can just snap it a lot faster than I used to be able to I have to like walk yeah. around and find some knives and see what I can do. And then <laughs> finally find a pair of scissors yeah. and clip yeah. it. But now I can just snap it off, stop it, calm down. And yes. it's, 
yeah, it's such a big blessing for me. I love it. This has been so awesome. So I know there's women that are listening to this and are like, oh, I don't know. That sounds like something I need. That sounds like, you know, I really need to do that, but I just don't know. What would you tell the woman that is, you know, thinking like, I have, I feel the same way you do, Leanne, but I just don't know if it'll work for me or if I should spend my money on this thing, right? Or if I should spend my time and energy here doing this, what would you tell that woman that's that's there and contemplating learning these skills? I, I probably the same thing I tell my kids all the time, like, but what if it turns out great? Mm. You know, what if, what if you do this really scary thing and it turns out great and it may, it may not, yeah. it may not be the thing that helps you the most. It may be, you know, whatever, but, mm-hmm. but what if it does turn out great and, yeah. and why would you pass on something that that actually does have the, the chance at being great. You know, we have to take risks in our lives and sometimes we know things aren't going to turn out and we know that that's not a very good thing for us. But I think yeah. a lot of times if something looks good and it feels good and, and you feel like it does have an opportunity or it does have a, the chance at being great yeah. then do it and yeah. just give it a try because it, it's, it doesn't hurt anything. I, I certainly didn't take the course and end up worse. You know, yeah. I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't take it and be like, great. Now my anxiety is terrible and I'm worse right. off. <laughs> No, even if it's one yes. tiny thing, like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I just life. think it's, yeah. yeah, like for me, it's just, just that, that tell my kids, but what if it turns out great? You know, what yeah. if you try it and it, it is great yeah. and it, it really can be. And, and I think also, I think anytime that we take an opportunity to bring God into our life more, regardless mm-hmm. of the means I think it can be a blessing, right? I think like when you think about say a calling in the church, it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what calling you have. If you, if you put your energy into it, it's going to be great. Yeah. It does. It doesn't matter what, you know, what, what you do, or it doesn't matter if you study this book or that book, if they're both good books, right there, it's going to be good for you. If they both, if it brings you to God, then it's great. Yes. You know, whatever it it is, whatever it is, it's going to bring you closer to him. Can't be a bad thing. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Leanne, for taking your time and coming here and sharing, being vulnerable, sharing your story, (laughs) where you've been at. I know that's not easy for women, but I think it can really benefit other women relating and feeling like that's me and she's done it. And so I can do it too. So I just appreciate you. Yeah. Well, thank you for sure. I, can I just add to that just so fast here? Yes. What you said there of to be vulnerable, you know, that's one thing I got from um, the coaching program as well, is that my worth and my value and what people think of me or what I share with people literally has nothing to do with my anxiety, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not, this anxiety is not this terrible thing about me or this, a bad part of me. It doesn't affect my worth. It doesn't affect my value as a wife and a mom and a sister and a friend mm-hmm. and a neighbor. It does make things sometimes a little bit harder, but yes. it doesn't affect my ability to be really good at it and do it you know, the, the way the heavenly father wants me to do. And it certainly does not affect my value. And so it has helped me learning that, that I can share these vulnerable parts of me with other people and not be afraid that it takes away from my value or takes away from my worth or, and if anything, I feel like it's added to it a lot where I can share that with people and meet people that I wouldn't have otherwise met or got to know or, or allowed them to be a part of my life. Mm-hmm. Had I not taken that course. Because I finally figured that out. Yes. It's interesting. I like to do it as a group for that reason that um, 
you know, when women are sharing their stories, I've never had an experience where people regret sharing their story. And they're like, Oh, my gosh, people were so mean to me after I shared that, or I felt so alone in that it is such a bonding experience. And so many women relate and support and help. And I feel like part of the transformation is learning these skills with other women in a group. For sure. And I think like when you're watching the screen and you're sitting there and and you're talking or whatever, or someone's sharing something, I feel like sometimes I would kind of scan the top and see all the other women. And I feel like 99% of them were like, yeah, yeah. Just nodding their head. Like, oh, totally. Like, (laughs) I just feel like everybody's on board. Everybody gets it. And it's just this judge-free zone where everybody feels that everybody's there for a reason. And even if it's a little bit different reason, everybody connects on the same level that they need these tools to help them. So true. So true. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything you said and taking your time to do this. Anytime. If you are interested in learning these same skills that Leanne learned in the Removing Roadblocks Revelation group coaching program, then click the link in my show notes and join the waitlist today. I'll be opening up the program in August for the last time in 2023. So don't miss out. Thank you for listening to the LDS Mental Health Podcast. I hope you were able to find ways of healing, guidance, and peace. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend who would love to start thinking in a higher and holier way as well. Or hit that follow button so you don't miss out on any episodes. Also, check out the links in my show notes for other episodes you might like and links for other mental health resources on my website.